For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome in to another edition of the Pro Football Chase Podcast. It's Isaac Signs with you on this Wednesday afternoon, and I am joined by Packers wide receiver Bo Melton, who had a breakout year here in 2023, and Bo's now in his offseason. And so I appreciate you, man, taking the time to join the Pro Football Chase Podcast. How are you doing today? Good. How are you doing, Isaac? I'm doing great, man. Excited to have you on the show. And as mentioned, you entered the NFL as a seventh-round pick. You played your college ball at Rutgers from 2017 to 2021. And, Bo, you know, I've interviewed a lot of players in the NFL, and the journey is always different and unique for every single player. And for you, being a seventh-round pick, having to wait the entire duration of the draft, and then you stick in Seattle – and your cut coming out of the preseason. Can you kind of just share a little bit more about your first NFL experience and what that was like for you in Seattle? Yeah, you know, um, being in Seattle, being drafted, you know, in the seventh round, you know, I took the personal. I got a, as a player, you know, I wanted to obviously get drafted a little higher, but it was a blessing. Um, God blessed me with um, getting into NFL. So when I got there, you know, that was a little bit of injuries my first year so. You know, I had to. I was cut from Seattle. I stayed on the practice squad most of the year, but I continued to grind. You know, continue to try to get better. And then uh, Green Bay called later on in the season. And that's when I um, went on to Green Bay to be on their active. So, how did that experience in that short stint in Seattle? How did it help get you mentally and physically ready for what was to come later on in the road in your career? Yeah, um, I. I give a lot of praise to, you know, to uh, the veterans in my room with DK and Tyler Lockett, you know, veterans that, you know, taught me the ropes and taught me how to, you know, play in a professional level, um, especially during practice, whether it be routes or um, just learning the nuances of the game. I think they taught me a lot so that I'll be able to, you know, translate that onto the field. And, uh, you know, going through that whole process, they helped me as well. You know, um, during practice, even though I was on the scout team, they would come over, you know, and, and tell me what I would do right, do wrong, or what I could fix, you know. Um, and so that kind of helped me as well through the journey. So then you move on to the Green Bay Packers, Bo. You were um, once finally assigned to the active roster in December of 2022, and you spent the remainder of that season there. And then coming out of this past training camp, you were cut on August 29th, you were signed back to the Packers practice squad the next day. When you first arrived in Green Bay, 
You got LaFleur there, Guttenkunst, the GM, Jordan Love, the transition with Love as the, the starting quarterback, a young wide receiver room there with Christian Watson, Jaden Reed, Romeo Dobbs. What was it like for you when you first got to Green Bay? Yeah, when I first got there, you know, um, towards the end of the, uh, my Seattle season, um, towards the end of that season, you know, I got to see the ending part of Green Bay. Um, only, I was only there for a week and a half, um, so I kind of got to see a little bit. But the transition to the offseason when um, OTAs and stuff like that, I got to see um, the drafted players come in, Jay Reed. Uh, we had Wicks that came in, Malik was in, Grant Dubose, and I had already previously been at the senior bowl with Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs. So, you know, um, I got to gel with the group. Uh, we got to really get to know each other, um, play on the field, play off the field. And so just getting the nuance of that and having Jordan, you know, as a quarterback, we're all young, but we're gelling together through the off season. So that kind of helped us get into the season. But um, when that came up, you know, I was cut once again um, before, you know, the season. I'm not, not making the active. Um, I dealt with some more injuries. Um, same type of injury, so um, I didn't wind up making it again. So kind of started, you know, back on the practice squad grinding again. So in 2023, Bo, 16 receptions, 218 yards, one touchdown. Now, those numbers can be deceiving because that's just in five regular season games this year. You had a big breakout moment for you towards the end of the 2023 regular season when you put up Six receptions, 105 yards, and a touchdown against the Minnesota Vikings on December 31st. You were signed to the active roster the following day. And this is coming after just hours, I'm assuming, of training, of watching film, of being on the practice squad, of experiencing what it's like to be cut, trying to get healthy. And all of a sudden, you met your apex against the Vikings with that breakout performance. How special was that for you? Uh, it was really, really special, man. Just um, my first two years in the league, you know, just grinding on the practice squad. I know um, my peers would tell me, you know, I had all the talent to, you know, play in the game. You know, I felt as though I had the talent to play in the game. So, but the position I was in, you know, all I could do was grind. All I could do was go to work every single day, you know, and put my head down um, until my time would, would come, you know. And uh, towards the end of the season, um, the team needed me in a way. And so I just showed up where I had to first game primarily on special teams, but when they needed my, they called my number, I was a receiver, I made sure I was ready, you know, every single day I went to practice um, on practice squad, even on active, I would go so hard, I would go hard and make sure that every rep counted, you know, knowing the nuances of the game, going against Jair, um, Eric Stokes, you know, Donnell Savage on the back end, guys like that, you know, just made me better, you know, made me learn the game. So I'm um, going out there and putting on the performance, you know, I just, Owe to, you know, God, owe to my teammates for, you know, trusting and believing me, the coaching staff, but um, definitely putting a lot of work um, to get to that moment, for sure. What can you say about Matt LaFleur, your head coach? He's the play caller. He's the one who designs the offensive schemes. He's the one who eventually dialed your number up and, and gave you an opportunity to thrive in that young offense with Jordan Love. What's it like playing for him? Oh, it's awesome. You know, um, he's very smart. Coach LaFleur is very smart. He gels a lot with the, you know, the young group that we have on offense, um, he always, you know, just either be going to the film room, you know, going over film, you know, he tries to make it interesting, um, tries to bond with us, tries to create connections. And I think that's a big thing for him, you know, even though, you know, he's really, really smart when it comes to football and he's really, you know, trying to get to know his players. So it kind of helped us, you know, along with Jordan, all of us being young, gel together as coaching staff and offensive unit. So that's what kind of helped us during the year. 
Jason Vrabel is the wide receivers coach, passing game coordinator there in Green Bay. How instrumental has he been in your development as a wide receiver? Uh, very instrumental. Um, he taught me a lot about the game. You know, he slowed my game down so I could see, you know, what I'm really looking at when it comes to on the field, on the film, no matter. Um, he wanted to make sure that, you know, I would truly get what it is to be, you know, a complete receiver and, you know, still working on my game as always. But as soon as I got there day one, you know, he always preaches, you know, would you get up, you get out what you put in, you know, you put in the work at practice, you know, get in the game. And if you grind and you, you put in the hard work, um, God's going to bless you. God's going to give you an opportunity. And that's what happened here and happened just like he said it. So I got testament to him, testament to Coach Q, uh, Q Sean Odom. He put a lot of work in as well. And so just having them two there during the whole season kind of elevated me, elevated players in that room. You know, he's an amazing coach, amazing person. You know, he's always going to get the best out of his guys. So I respect him and respect Coach. Bo, I saw that your parents both played college athletics there at Rutgers as well. Your father, Gary, played football, and then your mother, Vicky, played on the women's basketball team. And you're a man of faith, as am I, which, which is awesome to hear. Now, how have they been your biggest supporters throughout your journey playing in high school and college and now in the NFL? Absolutely. You know, my father's a pastor, so all my life, you know, I grew up in the church, um, believed in God, um, got baptized, everything. Um, so I feel as he was instrumental in my life because he was also my coach. So, you know, growing up, he was my coach and my pastor. So it kind of kind of got along, you know, in a great way as a father's son. And um, he coached me his whole life. He coached my younger brother, my older brother. And then um, knowing that they went to Rutgers, my mother as well, um, she played basketball at Rutgers. You know, she was a really good athlete there, a captain there. So as growing up, I wanted to be, you know, at Rutgers. I wanted to be, like, the legacy. So just having them as parents set the example for me, my um, older brother, younger brother kind of helped us through our way through college. And even in the NFL, you know, when I was on the practice squad, my brother would call, make sure I was all right, my mom. My dad, you know, through that process, because they know how badly I wanted to play, how badly I wanted to get out there and um, put on for them. And um, so they kept me seeing, you know, the Bible, you know, reading the Bible every single day. It's kept me seeing. So when my time comes, that I'll be ready for it. And I think that I give a testament to them because they stick with me through the whole time. Bo, there's no way, man. You're a PK too. I'm a pastor's kid as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Preacher's kid <laughs> all my life. That's tight, man. Yeah, I'm in the same boat there. I grew up in the church as well, moved all around the the USA with my dad being appointed to different churches. So that's awesome, man. That's cool. Oh, that, that's awesome. Yeah, that we share that similarity and uh, definitely know what it's like being a preacher's kid. It, it's not always easy, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Going on, you know, conventions and everything that's going around the world, you know, being anointed to appoint to different you know, ministries. It was definitely, you know, good to see growing up that to learn the Lord. So absolutely. Well that's good to hear, man. But let's talk about your first experience playing in the NFL playoffs. And, and as I told you before we started recording this bow, you you know my heart's still broken over that that Packers Cowboys game, man. Uh <laughs> it was pretty brutal. Twenty seven zero, the Cowboys once again crapped the bed at home as a two seat. You all got hot though. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In that final stretch of the season, got in as a seven seed, won week 18 against the Chicago Bears. And you're going to AT&T Stadium or Jerry's World, as they say. I've been there many times to watch Cowboys games. What was that moment like for you, Bo? First playoff game of your NFL career, big stage, America's team, all the hype around the Dallas Cowboys. What culminated into such a dominant performance for the Green Bay Packers? Man, it was an electric atmosphere. You know, growing up, I was a Dallas Cowboys fan. So I got a little taste of what it was, was like, you know, growing up, um, rooting for them. So just playing against them, you know, it was definitely different for me, um, for our players. You know, Aaron Jones had a phenomenal game. He's, a, he's a cowboy killer, bro. Aaron Jones is a cowboy <laughs> killer. Aaron Jones grew up down there in Texas. So, you know, he just – just the atmosphere of that game. It was just very hype. You know, we was hyped to play as a team. We was ready to play, ready to prove everybody wrong. You know, people say we wasn't gonna make it to the playoffs in, in general, and we made it. So we wanted to make a statement in the playoffs. And so, you know, Dallas is an amazing team. They got great players on that team. You know, but we thought we was just as good. You know, so we brought our, our guys out there. We brought the energy, and um, we came away to win. We was very excited about that for sure. And then on to round two against the number one seed, San Francisco 49ers, who are playing for the Super Bowl in a couple of weeks. And y'all hung with them as well, Bo. And you actually caught a touchdown in that game. One reception, 19 yards, a score. So I'd imagine for you, Bo, that was a pretty memorable moment, huh? Oh, absolutely. You know, um, being able to score in postseason, you know, it's always a really good thing. Um, you grind for it. You grind to be in the Super Bowl. You grind to play for that, that Lombardi Trophy. So I just think, you know, just having a, a catch in the playoffs is good. But, you know, we was hanging in there. Um, didn't get the job done. Um, that's hats off to San Fran. They have an amazing team as well. So, but, you know, we just going to keep grinding, keep getting to work, you know, just bring up the next year. Tell me a little bit about your quarterback, Jordan Love. First full season as a starter. Everything that I've heard coming out of Green Bay is that he's highly respected in the locker room. He's a team-first guy, and calm, cool, collected under pressure, had a heck of a playoff run, tore up Dallas, kept you all in the game against San Francisco. How have you enjoyed playing with him? Oh, I love it, man. Um, he's just an amazing person. You know, on the field, you can see all his accolades is amazing. You know, I think he had like 5,000 yards, close to it this year. And um, this is the bond that he creates during practice, off the field, on the field, man. You see him throw some footballs, you're like, whoa, like, how do he fit that ball in there? You know, how do he, like, do a certain drop? Like, he gets certain drops and just launches the ball and it hits right in your, you're right in your lap. So I just think that, you know, he's an amazing quarterback and with um, how young he is and how he connects with the guys. It's just a great feeling to have when, you know, you got somebody back there you can trust. Um, um, you can put the ball where, that, where you're supposed to be, and he trusts us that, we got to be in the spot, you know, at a certain time. So just that connection we have, man, I think he's going to be, you know, really, really good and continue to do his thing. Well, y'all were one of the youngest playoff teams or the youngest playoff teams this year. And, and you know, there's a lot of potential there in Green Bay. And 
Uh, LaFleur continues to move you all in the right direction. And I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, you have a lot of young playmakers around you, Bo, in Watson, in Reed, in Dobbs, in Musgrave. I mean, the list goes on and on. So what makes you excited and confident that this team, the Green Bay Packers, can continue to be a force in the playoffs moving forward? I think the bond that we have created as a young team, the bond and the grind that we put on the field is going to propel us, you know, um, to being in the playoffs every year. Um, we have to keep continue to do that as a team. Um, but I think that's what helped us a lot get to these playoffs this year with the bond that we created um, on and off the field, the work that we put in that practice and the results we was getting from that work that we put in practice resulted in W's. And I think the uh, latter having to see the last three games going into the playoffs and when we brought that attitude, you know, and that's what you got to have in this league. You know, we play great teams every week, no matter who the team is. And so I think with our young group, just continue to gel, you know, continue to um, put our foot on the gas. I think that we're going to be fine. But, you know, this is the NFL, so we got to keep working hard. we got to one-up it this year. We can't just be the same. we got to be better. So I think that we're going to be able to do that, and uh, we just got to keep grinding. All right, let's talk a little bit about your brother, Bo, who also played at Rutgers, cornerback, uh, DB, Max Melton, and he's officially in the NFL process, finished the season with 32 tackles, six passes defended, three interceptions. He was an All-Big Ten honorable mention selection by the coaches in the media. One, how close are you all? And two, what type of advice have you given him as he prepares for the NFL draft? Yeah, man, that's my little brother, man. But uh, I don't like saying little because he didn't dang near taller than me. But <laughs> that's my boy, man. Uh we're super close, you know, as we were kids, you know, growing up, you know, we used to do wide receiver drills in the backfield, cornerback drills, don't matter. We just used to do, you know, football things all the time. So playing with him in high school, playing with him in college, you know, um, we always used to go against each other, wide receiver DB. Um, we got each other ready for the games. And then when I left, you know, I always stayed in contact with him. We always made sure we stayed in contact. Right now he's at the senior bowl. Uh, I texted him millions of times. We texting each other. He's doing an awesome job right now. I think, you know, with him, he's he's very fast, which I think he's going to show um, at the combine. Um, and I I know that he's a longer athlete. You know, he's fast. He's he's a longer athlete. He wants to be physical. You know, at what you at the line. I think that's his game, and he continues to show that. You know, he belongs, and I think that it's going to be the sky's the limit for him. Um, he's going to keep showing off and keep doing well for himself. In an unlikely situation where he ends up in Green Bay with you, Bo, what would that mean to you? How special would that be to be teammates with your brother in the NFL? Oh, uh, yeah, that would mean everything. You know, uh, I played with him all my life for sure. And if that opportunity comes and he's in Green Bay, you know, I'll be I'll be very, very excited, very happy. I don't know what I would do at that point, but <laughs> we'd have played with each other all our lives. And so um, – if he does come to Green Bay, man, I'll be I'll be great. But I know he's a tremendous athlete. I know a lot of teams, you know, gonna want him. So hopefully, but you know, he's gonna be doing well for himself regardless of where he's at. So I can't wait to you know see him in NFL in general. Well, it's cool to hear. And and maybe if he doesn't end up in Green Bay, and uh, maybe there's a game where where you end up facing against him one on one on the outside, that would be something for you and your family to take in for sure. Oh man, they see that it's gonna be you know really different just as a parent as your mom your dad you know 
hopefully they, they get a jersey that has both of our names on it or a reversible jersey, something. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> I, I was just about to bring that to your attention. I was like, your mom's going to have to rock one of those half 50-50 jerseys for sure. Oh, yeah. Most definitely want to rock one of them. Well, that's so, great, yeah. man. Hey, I know you're from New Jersey, and I, I've interviewed quite a bit of players that are out there in Green Bay. And I, from what I've heard, it's a very different atmosphere. It's a very tightly knit community, Lambeau Field. It's historical in many different ways. So how have you enjoyed living in the frigid temperatures over there in Green Bay, Wisconsin? Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm from Jersey, so, you know, a lot of the same weather, you know, cold, you know, snows most of the time. Um, but the fans, man, they, they keep it exciting, man. The stadium's electric all the time. The fans are in it. Um, they always want, you know, you get this really go to the pro shop, you know, and to see the fans. I like to, you know, involve with the fans and say hi or either I have Madden leagues and I'll start with them. But it's like it's like a family culture. Like they're everybody's family for the fans. They want to see everybody do great. So I just love being there, you know, love being around the fans. Um not necessarily it's always cold, but, you know, I grew up in the cold, so it's kind of like home, so for sure. Well, Bo, now you're in off-season, so so where are you hanging out these days? Are you still in Green Bay? Are you back at home? Yeah, right now, I'm um, in Jersey right now. Um plan to be working out soon, but yeah, I'm back at Jersey right now. Got you, man. Well, listen, Bo, it was great to get you on the podcast, man, uh, to chat about your journey to the NFL and the impact that you made here in 2023, seeing your young Green Bay Packers team make a playoff push, that was also pretty cool to watch. And not as a Cowboy fan, but you know what? I got to give respect where where respect is due for sure. Um, and you all put on a show and a clinic. And so as a man of faith as well, know that I'm praying for you and your brother as he prepares for the upcoming NFL draft. I interview all kinds of NFL draft prospects, so maybe I can get your brother on if he's interested. Talk a little bit about his college career as well and um, I wish him nothing but the best as well. I know the Senior Bowl is going on right now there in Mobile. And uh, I just want to wish you a great, healthy, and a safe offseason as you prepare for another year of NFL football. I appreciate that, Isaac. I'm praying for you as well. I pray that you know you keep these podcasts going, you know, keep inspiring these youth, you know, keep interviewing them. And um, I thank you for having me on. And I will tell my brother, of course, you know, if you want to do an interview with him, I'm pretty sure he'd be you know, delighted to have that. So I appreciate that. For sure. We can talk about the Senior Bowl and everything he's got in front of him. But Bo, man, again, blessings your way. Take care. And I look forward to seeing you take the field again for the Green Bay Packers in 2024. Yes, sir. I appreciate it.